0: Gonzaga Nation SI. I'm your host, Dan Dickow. We're looking at recapping quickly the first day of the WCC tournament, previewing the second day of games. So let's get right to it. Obviously, if you're following this, you know you're a Gonzaga fan. Gonzaga has a double bye alongside St. Mary's, who was in second place, third and fourth place. USF and Santa Clara have a bye into uh, the quarterfinals. So. Uh, quickly, second first round results, day one, Loyola Marymount over Pacific, 86-66, to 66. wasn't a, a big surprise to me, I predicted LMU to win this game, but um, LMU was terrific, shooting the ball from beyond the three-point line, 13 made threes, Joe Quintana had 31 points, and he was 8 of 10 from the three-point line, Eli Scott. Um, a typical Eli Scott type of game: twenty points, eight rebounds. Uh, but for Pacific, they turned it over seventeen times, um, and that was just too many turnovers for them to overcome. Even though they shot it well from the field, fifty-one percent, you can't turn it over fifty. Uh, can't turn it over seventeen times. Jeremiah Bailey, eleven points. Alfonso Anderson, a nice game with thirteen points. So BYU will now face. Uh, excuse me, BYU will, yes, BYU will now face LMU since LMU advanced past Pacific. So let's take a quick look at that game. Uh, BYU and LMU played twice uh, during the regular season. Um, the first matchup, LMU, uh, was at LMU. BYU won that game, 83-82. Seneca Knight uh, made a free throw with under a second left to win that game, but, um it was a uh, it was a good game. It was an overtime game. Uh, it was a battle. Kelly Lea Pepe for the Lions had 26 points and seven rebounds. Excuse me, and four steals. 26 points, seven rebounds, four steals. Uh, a tremendous effort for him. But it was a well balanced attack for BYU that day. Four Cougars in double figures, led by uh, freshman Fusini Traore, uh, who's been playing really well as of late. Last regular season week, he was the freshman of the week. Took that award from Chet Holmgren, who'd won it a number of times in, in, in a row. But Traore had 19 points, 12 rebounds, a double-double in that game. Uh, Gideon George, 18. Barcelo, 12. And Tijon Lucas had 17 in that game. Uh, the second meeting was at, in Provo. And BYU ran away with that one. They won 79-59. to 59, Kind of was in that stretch where uh, after BYU got off to such a rocky start um, in WCC play, they, their backs were against the wall. They had to continue to win, begin to win, actually. Uh, and they had a big win over LMU in the Marriott Center. Uh, big storyline for that game that day was uh, for LMU. No Kelly Leapepe. He was out with an injury. Um, they did get... Some nice production from Alex (laughs) Merkbaladze. Alex Merkbaladze. He had 15 in that game. Joe Quintana had 14 in that game. Uh, But they really didn't play well. They didn't shoot it well. They turned it over a little bit. Uh, And another balanced attack from BYU where they had four players again in double figures. The surprise that time was Alex Barcelo really struggled shooting the ball. Only nine points, one of five from three. But they picked up uh, picked up the slack in in many different areas. Caleb Lohner played really well in that game with a double double, 13 points and 11 rebounds. So this will be an interesting matchup um, in in day two of the WCC tournament with the Lions and the Cougars of BYU. Uh, for Loyola Marymount, for them to win, I, I think they've got to stay hot from the three point line. Quintana is obviously uh, one of the best. Three point shooters percentage wise, not just in the WCC, but in the country. So if they can get him on track, get him off to a good start, um, you know, that would open some things up on the interior for Eli Scott, who, um, you know, always seems to play well in the WCC tournament. So um, I think that's a key thing for LMU. Get hot early with Quintana from behind the three-point line. Open things up for Eli Scott and see if he can kind of put some foul pressure and and interior scoring pressure on BYU. I think for BYU, um, when you look at it, just play free. Play loose. Um, You know, a couple – uh bracketologists have them in most of them have them uh on the first four outline so uh the ball's in in byu's courts they can't they've got to come out play with a reckless abandon play like they did last year in the wcc tournament um where they had gonzaga on the ropes in the first half i believe they were up 12 or 15 at halftime last year so play with that passion play with that uh sense of urgency in the moment um and If they do that they'll get by LMU Um, and if they get by LMU they've got a chance at another quad one win which would bolster their resume because they would play uh, USF in this semifinals. so my prediction in this one I've got BYU over Loyola Marymount moving on in the WCC tournament so uh, in the second game of the second round at the Orleans Arena in the WCC conference tournament um, we will, we'll look at USD taking on the university of Portland, but USD got there because in the first round they beat Pepperdine 74, 67, which is uh, what I predicted. I didn't think Pepperdine, um, was going to be able to to pull that off. I think U, USD has had a surprise of a season. Um, you know, they are now 15 and 15 on the year. Uh, I think if you ask Sam, sure Hey, you're going to be 500 this year. Will you take it? He probably would have, not knowing um, how the pieces were going to work. A little bit of a disappointing season for Pepperdine, but we've touched on it throughout the course of this show and these these episodes is they got a, a young, talented group, um, but they had some grad transfers that didn't work and ended up leaving the program before the bulk of the season really got going. But in the game last night, USD again over Pepperdine, 74-67, for USD Joey Calcaterra had a really nice game 20 points. Uh, Erlington, a double double 13 points, 13 rebounds, and they shot it really well from three, knocking down eight three pointers. Um, which you know, when I've watched USD at times this year, um, I felt that has been an Achilles heel of theirs at times is, is the ability to shoot the basketball. Um, but for Pepperdine. You know, I mentioned a trio of good freshmen. Maxwell Lewis is out with an injury to end the season. But uh, the two other freshmen of that trio, uh, Mike Mitchell Jr. and Houston Millette, finished their freshman years off uh, with a nice effort of 12 points apiece. Um, But best of luck to Coach Romar and staff in the offseason of finding guys that fit. Um, like I said, they got a great trio of young guys to work with, work around. Uh, I think brighter days are ahead in Malibu, um, and we know Coach Romar's a good coach. Uh, he's gotten that program turned around in the past, and I can't imagine uh, he can't do it again. So, uh, USD moving on to play the University of Portland Pilots tonight. Uh, I mentioned USD. It's kind of an upstart. Well, they're facing the other upstart in the league this year, and that's University of Portland Pilots with first year head coach Shante Leggins, um, 17 and 13 on the season. They had won one game in WCC play the last two years. Um, and they've got seven wins in league play this year. So a tremendous turnaround uh, on the bluff in Portland. Um, coach Leggins coaches with a lot of passion. He's got guys that have bought in and are believing. So good things are, are, are happening there. Good things are on the horizon. But When you look at this game, uh, in the two matchups earlier this season, the first game early in WCC play, USD won it at USD 68 to 63. It was an ugly game. Both teams shot under 36% from the field. Um, Neither team could really get into a rhythm offensively. USD was 5 of 23 from the three-point line. UP was 5 of 18 from the three-point line. So really there was no flow uh, to the game. Erlington, a double double, 21 points, 10 rebounds. Wayne McKinney Jr., um, 14 points in that effort. And, you know, the interesting part is uh, we talked about Joey Calcaterra having a good game in the first round. He struggled in that first UP game, 0 of 9 from the field. So, um, curious to see uh, what Portland did to take him away that game and if they're going to do similar things tonight in the matchup. Um, but in that first game, uh, Really, the, the bright spot for University of Portland was Moses Wood with a double double himself, 14 points and 12 rebounds. When you look at the second game uh, in this matchup, it was towards the end of the, the, the regular season, about I think it was the third to last game for each team in WCC play in Portland and really started to show a lot of their uh, improvement over the course of the year. So in Portland, uh, the Pilots won 92 to 60. Um, UP shot 63% from the field. Um, All five starters were in double figures, and they were 11 of 19 from the three-point line. Uh, Chris Austin, um, uh, a versatile guard, uh, had 26 points, which I believe is a career high that night. Um, so they played extremely well. They played faster than they normally do, uh, even though shante has got the uh, history of wanting to play fast while he's at Eastern Washington, and USD just really couldn't get anything going. They didn't shoot it well. Uh, they were negative 12 on the glass. They turned it over a little bit. Um, they only had two players in double figures. That they Jace Townsend was 16, and Yavuz Gulcitan. Uh, had 15 that day for the Toreros, So um, a, a complete tale of two games that day uh, or, or in those two matchups. So when I look at what's important in this game tonight with the Toreros versus the Pilots, I think for the Toreros they've got to compete on the glass. They've got to take care of the basketball and they've got to be able to shoot it from beyond the arc a little bit better than they've shown throughout the year. If they do those things, uh, I think they've got a chance to hang in there and make it interesting uh, for Portland. I think what, what you're seeing is just uh, a team that continues to believe. If they can continue to believe in the message that Shante Leggins uh, is preaching, um, you know they're going to come out with a win in the, in the conference tournament, which I don't think they've done in, in four or five years. Uh, I'd have to look that back up. But um, you know they've got to shoot the ball well from the three-point line as well. Um, but I, I think a big part of that is uh, limit Erlington um, with, with his elbow uh isolations uh and his post touches he doesn't get a lot of deep post touches but he's got that step off the block kind of game where he faces you up a little bit so i think they've got to limit him um my prediction i think portland i think the pilots are going to win this one i do think it's going to be close uh but i think the pilots will advance to face santa clara in the quarterfinals of the uh wcc conference tournament so um so here, there you go. There you go for Gonzaga Nation SI. We recapped day one of the WCC tournament and we look ahead at tonight's matchups in the second round.